Hey everybody, this is Matt Hardman with the Race Nerd Podcast right here on CKCC Radio. Thank you for tuning in on whatever podcast listening platform you use. Uh, You can check us out on all of those and you can also check us out in not only this show but the plethora of programming at CKCCRadio.com. CKCC uh, Radio founder Chris O'Mealy has been working diligently on getting the site up and on now on it you can access every episode for every show um, individually without having to search like you would on an iTunes or uh, Podbean or whatever you use so it's a great tool definitely check out the site uh, hopefully you'll, uh, you'll you'll love it you'll love it uh, anyway I got a lot to talk about, um, as, as you know, I had taken last weekend off, I had a, a funeral I had to go to, and, uh, I just wasn't the right time to kind of do a podcast, uh, you know, it's, it's been a, a long month, I'm going, I'm just going to leave it at that, but, uh, we got Martinsville to talk about and Talladega. And there's some exciting news with those races. Um, and we also have, um, not Martinsville, uh, Richmond and Talladega. I apologize. But, as I'm stuffing my face with a moon pie, um, we do have a, um, a Pop Quiznos. This is an interesting little footnote. Uh, Both Mark Martin and Ricky Rudd, two of the stars of the 90s in NASCAR's Cup Series, um, both drove their final race filling in for what driver? Very interesting question. But I'll have an answer for you at the end of the show. But, um... Anyway, we do have... Uh, some stuff to talk about. Um... And that would be, you know... Getting caught up on... Uh, the races the past... Couple weeks. And, you know, first we had... Um... Richmond, which would see Alex Bowman win the cup race for his third career win. And once again, (coughs) John Hunter Nemechek picking up his second win of the season, beating out his boss, Kyle Busch. So, as I was saying... John Hunter has really established himself as the front runner in the truck series for uh, the the title run. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs down the stretch. Uh, the truck's next race is at Kansas with the Powerwise 200. And on the cup side, you had Alex Bowman picking up his third career win, being the third of the four. Hendrick drivers to lock themselves into the chase uh, following William Byron and 
uh, Kyle Larson, leaving only last year's Cup Series champion Chase Elliott, the only winless driver at uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Moving on, then we would have Talladega, which would definitely see our fourth first-time winner in the Xfinity Series with Jeb Burton, son of the 2002 Daytona 500 winner. Uh, Ward Burton picking up his first career win uh, with Colleague Motorsports uh, in a in a really good race. Um, not one of the greatest Xfinity races, but I, I thought this one was a fun one. Then on the cup side, we would have Brad Keselowski, who would sneak in and steal a win late in the race from Matt DiBenedetto. Um, Keselowski becomes the third of the three uh, Team Hendrick driver, uh, Team Penske drivers, not Hendrick Penske, to lock themselves into the field. Um, you know, and uh, their next race is also at Kansas in the Bushy McBush Race 400. Uh, fans voted on that one. I, I probably would have gone with the For the Farmers 400, but whatever. Uh, Bushy McBush Race would be a hell of a thing to put on a trophy, though. I gotta give the fans that. So, that kind of catches you up. Um, we did have Colton Herta win um, in dominant fashion on the streets of St. Petersburg last weekend. Um, led all something like all but three laps. And uh, Jimmy Johnson still on that learning curve. I know he had a little bit of trouble at St. Pete. Um, I, it's still a definite learning curve, but... It's still getting a lot of publicity for IndyCar. Uh, and they're going to need it. Because there's already talks of Colton Herta and or Pat O'Ward possibly moving across the pond to run Formula One. Now, whether those are substantiated or not, uh, it does make some interesting uh, storylines over there. And... Um, with a sport like IndyCar, they can certainly use um, talented American drivers, uh, homegrown drivers, to really push the series. Uh, so it, that's going to be something interesting. But uh, you know, we're two weeks away from Darlington, and um, just within the past uh, two weeks since the last time I talked to you, there have been a quite a number of. Uh, teams that have introduced some um, special paint schemes and many more to come within the next week and a half, two weeks. Um, in in some of these, I, I really don't want to go through the list of them all, but there's definitely some that have really caught my eye. Um, and uh, especially on the Xfinity side, uh, normally I rag on the Xfinity series uh, because some of their throwbacks are kind of blah, and some of them are just kind of a little, little uh, lackluster. And to be honest, I think when I did the show last year, uh, well, last September, after the uh, Southern 500, I was pondering whether you know the throwback program should end. 
but with um, what I've seen out of the Xfinity series um, in particular has really impressed me um, with some of the throwbacks. And, you know, we're, some of them are recycled, like Chase Elliott in the Hooters car. Um, and, some, and some are just letdowns, uh, which will be a whole separate show. Uh, that one you're going to have to pay for, because uh, that's going to be a Patreon exclusive. Um, that is me ranking um, the throwbacks uh, after the Darlington episode. Uh, so I, I think that there's some really cool ones. Um, if you haven't, go go either to jsky.com or tobychristie.com and uh, search for the Darlington paint schemes. Um, but there, there's still... Uh, I lost count of how many um, that have yet to be announced. And actually, I'm, as I'm going through this list... Uh, some of these have actually been announced, but the list has not been updated. But there are, there are some good ones that honor um, legends like the late Mike Stefanik in the Truck Series, uh, Bobby Hamilton, um, the former Truck Series champion, uh, other, other drivers like the late Kenny Irwin, and... Um, there's a throwback to Mark Martin in the truck series. I'm not going to give anything away yet, but uh, the but the Xfinity series is definitely where it's at. Throwbacks to uh, Dale Sr. and Dale Jr. in that series. And one of them, fittingly, is a, th a throwback from uh, Dale's grandson, Jeffrey Earnhardt. Um, there's definitely a lot of family connections with a, a throwback um, from Jeb Burton to his father. Uh, but the, the Cup Series, there's a lot of throwbacks. And, you know, there's, there's one or two duds in there, but there's some really good ones. Um, but as I said, I, I don't want to really tip all my cards. Uh, I just think that this is this is going to be an interesting year because nothing really stands out. But there is a list, and just off the top of my head, there's still some teams that are yet to announce. Um, I expect that we'll be getting one for Kevin Harvick in the next couple of days um, because we've already had um, two of the... Uh, Stuart Haas cars announced, um, Riley Herbst on the Xfinity side, and Eric Amarola on the Cup side. Um, neither the Ganassi cars nor um, Richard Petty's Motorsports have announced anything, nor have Front Row Motorsports or the Wood Brothers or Richard Childress Racing. So those are going to be very interesting. Um, I know that Richard Childress Racing kind of wasted the last minute, especially with the three car. Uh, so we'll we'll wait on that. Um, but there's there's some that are gonna that I have a feeling are gonna be really good, really interesting. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to see what Richard Petty and um, the Harvick car, and even the Austin Dillon car, because those ones have been 
on fire for the last um, pretty much since they started that the program. Uh, I've I actually enjoyed those, and and I'm not really an Austin Dillon fan. I've really enjoyed his cars, um, and when it comes to uh, the Xfinity, there's you know there's a number of them that are out there that have not been announced. Um, so it, it's going to be fun to see where it goes. Uh, like I said, I don't want to tie it way too much time talking about this, um, but I, I did want to kind of touch on it. Um, another story which has broken over the last couple of days is College Racing, you know, home of. Uh, Justin Haley and uh, AJ Allmendinger, along with uh, our Talladega winner in the Xfinity Series, Jeb Burton. Uh, Colleague Racing has announced that they will be moving up to Cup in 2022. Now, this comes along the heels of the possibility of Dale Jr. Uh, moving his Junior Motorsports to Cup. And, um, I was listening to NASCAR radio um, over the last couple of days since this announcement. And there has been uh, a lot of speculation on who is going to be in that ride. Um, you know, obviously the names of the three drivers for um, colleagues' uh, Xfinity Series teams have come up. Um, most notably, uh, AJ Allmendinger and Justin Haley. Uh, Haley, who uh, already has one career win in the Cup Series. And um, then you have Almendinger, who uh, has been a Cup Series regular for many years um, before moving down and taking this ride in the Xfinity Series. Um, no real word on Jeb Burton. You know, I think he got a raw deal in his lone Cup season with um, BK Motorsports. Uh, but it's very interesting in some of the names that have come up. Uh, in particular, Matt Benedetto has been thrown around, although I, I believe his goal, along with Ford's, um, is to stay in the Ford camp in some form uh, with Austin Sindrick taking his ride in the number 21 Wood Brothers car next year. Uh, the hope is for him to stay with Ford, um, possibly possibly, and this is just speculation that um, he'll be taking Anthony Alfredo's ride and be a teammate to Michael McDowell in any front row motorsports, which actually has improved in leaps and bounds over the last two years. Uh, then, uh, you know, other names that have been thrown around, you know, have been like uh, you know, drivers, you know, a little lower on the list, kind of like a um, a Justin Allgaier, who I think would stay with Junior Motorsports and the Xfinity Series until, you know, until they move up, because uh, he, he really didn't get a fair shake in the Cup Series either, um, or a, uh, or a, um, uh, Noah Gregson, who, um, who a lot of people think is ready, he's definitely got the talent there for sure. Um, but some people question his maturity. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a lot of speculation still on this ride, and I think it's going to be a, a pretty good ride for, um, like, a uh, a, um, a satellite team for, you know, 
Richard Childress Racing or Hendrick or whoever um, would move up. And, you know, and that, and that would be the same for junior motorsports. Every every team starts out somewhere. I mean, there was a time where Joe Gibbs Racing started off as pretty much a satellite team for um, uh, Hendrick Motorsports um, before establishing themselves and eventually moving over to the Toyota camp. Uh, you know, being a three-time uh, Cup Series champion team uh, with Bobby Labonte and Tony Stewart and um, tons and tons of wins at that point, but Everybody starts off as a satellite team somehow, somewhere, unless you have a ton of capital. And and although Matt Cal Matt Colleg does have uh, some money, you know they're they're going to do it smart and do you know obviously what a lot of teams do, and that's start off that way. I mean, hell, Michael Jordan. Team twenty three eleven, uh, the team he co-owns with De Denny Hamlin. You know they're in essence a satellite team for Toyota through Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, so you know they don't, they're not making their own, they're not building their own cars, building their own engines and all that stuff. Um, they're still getting support from Joe Gibbs Racing for a fee, of course, and. Um, and Toyota until they can establish themselves. So, and and uh, speaking of Michael Jordan and the twenty three eleven team, Netflix has announced that they will be doing a, a mini series uh, documentary on uh, Bubba Wallace and the race team. And and I know that's kind of got a lot of people uh, steaming on why they're focusing so much on this. You know, especially on the heels of everything last year with Bubba Wallace, you know, the the good and the bad of it, um, in light of um, the the current um, social environment we are in. And, you know, you can't really hate Bubba for this. Um, this is a production company, and Netflix came with this idea, and... Um, the biggest name that attaches to this, much like the team, which brings in sponsors, is Michael Jordan. Uh, and this is off the heels of the Last Dance documentary, uh, which I really have not seen, I'll be honest with you. Um, although I think it would be a killer documentary, I have not sat down to watch it. And, to be honest, not really want to. I mean, granted, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff about the about those 1990 decade uh, Chicago Bulls that would probably be cool, especially like the Dennis Rodman stuff, because, well, Dennis Rodman's a character. Uh, a, a definite character. Uh, so, um, I'm sure that would be cool, but I think just anything, anytime you have anything attached with Michael Jordan, you know, it's going to be gold. And you can't really fault Netflix for cashing in on it, or, or Bubba Wallace, and just unfortunately Bubba is going to get the the shit under the stick, because he's such a lightning rod with some fans, you know, um, and in my opinion, rather unfairly, you know, Bubba does say some stuff, and um, who remembers years ago where he made a crack about Denny Hamlin, um, and... You know, they had a pretty bad rift for a while, and 
now, ironically, Bubba is driving for Denny in the Cup Series. So you'd never know, but I just think that it was really kind of shitty, you know, for that to happen uh, the way it did. So um, here we are. But uh, anyway, we got, um, like I said, we got uh, Kansas coming this week with the Bushy McBush Race 400. On Sunday and on Saturday, we have the Wise Power 200 for the trucks. Can uh, John Hunter Nemechek pick up his third win of the season? Give him the most wins on the season. Um, because let's not forget, Ben Rhodes won the first two races. Um, and, that, and looking at the stats now, it's been all Toyotas in victory lane in the trucks. Um, there's a little more parity in on the uh, cup side, you know, with a good mix of Fords, Chevys, and the Toyota of Martin Truex Jr. holding the flag uh, for the Japanese brand. And the, X the Xfinity's next race is Darlington with the Steakhouse Elite 200, uh, which will be held the day prior to Darlington with their throwback weekend of the Goodyear 400. So, with that all coming up, you know, we, we're going to have some some good stuff coming racing-wise. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, like I said, I'm going to wait till after the Darlington race to really rank the paint schemes because there are some like I said I don't want to list them all you know and kill a ton of time here but I also want to give due diligence because I don't want to really start putting together a list you know without um, many of the big name teams in all three series uh, announcing what they will run and you know seeing the seeing the cars but I, I've already got a good list. I already know what's going to be my top Xfinity one. <laughs> or at least in the top five. Is, is what I can say. But um, anyway, until next week, um, I, I will see you at the track. But before I go, I have to give you an answer to this week's Pop Quiznos. And that is... Uh, Mark Martin and Ricky Rudd both ran their final race in a substitute driver role, filling in for what NASCAR Cup legend. Well, ironically, they both ran their last race filling in for Tony Stewart. Um, Rudd would run in 2000 and nine if memory serves me correctly um, filling in at Dover driving the power aid Home Depot car uh, while Tony was out and Mark would run Tony's number 14 uh, Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet in 2002 um, this was when I believe this is when Tony broke his leg. Let me 
double check on that one before I tell you exactly. Um, but uh, Tony Stewart had broken his leg and actually had um, had to have surgery. And uh, I don't remember the exact year. Um, it was either 2012 or 2013. That was a one year where he missed a number of races um, after the death of Kevin Ward. Then there was another year where he broke his leg um, running in um, that was uh, broke his leg in a sprint car accident. And I'm um, trying to find the exact year, um, which one was which. Uh, so just bear with me one second. It was 2013 was Mark's last year, I believe. Um, so, here we go, uh, Mark Martin, Mark Martin was 2013, he drove 12 races for the team with one top 10, uh, Austin Dillon in that ride drove two races, and Max Pappas drove a lone race. Uh, for the number 14 car and as I said Ricky Rudd filled in in 2009 I remember that one in particular um, where he had uh, took over the the driving duties for um, for uh, for Tony. So, um, anyway, that is where we are at. Uh, I had to do a little bit of fact checking on that. I, I didn't remember the exact year on Mark running that car, but I do remember Mark running that after running part time with um, Michael Waltrip Racing. Uh, so, anyway. That's all we got for this week. Um, talk to you all uh, next week, uh, where we will have a, a look back at Kansas in the Bushy McBush Race 400 for the Cup guys. So, I'm Matt Hardman, and until then, I will see you at the track.